this episode is for you if you're going through some type of pivot or change right now. These pivots, whether by choice or not, are not always easy. In fact, they can be scary, uncomfortable, and embarrassing. And in this episode, we're going to discuss what honest pivots entail, honest change entails, and three ways for you to experience more ease and grace, inner peace, and speed so that you don't get lost in the messy middle, so that you don't get stagnant. Instead, you become a magnet of the tremendous success you want. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hello there, friends. We are talking pivots today. Pivots are prolific in our world right now. Based upon the time period that we're in and what's going on in the world and also in terms of the season of our life. And it's so important that you don't hold yourself to who you were in a past season. You wouldn't treat your 16-year-old like you did when he was six. Hopefully not. And so you shouldn't treat yourself as though you're the same person. This is a new season. You're not the same person as you were five years ago. You're not the same person you were one year ago. You aren't even the same person you were last month. Constantly changing. And there is a new season. I root my work in the understanding that people don't need another training or strategy. They need to know what it takes to shift their beliefs and their behavior. They need to be able to overcome their blocks so that they can allow for and magnetize their tremendous success and happiness and impact and whatever level of abundance that they desire. And the reason is because success is so much more than just doing. Jim Rohn said, you can't have more unless you become more. And what he was saying is that the you who has created what you have right now is not going to be the you who creates what it is you want in the future. So taken further, your business, your career, your work cannot expand until you expand. Taken even a little bit further, you can't expand, your business can't expand without healing happening in you. What do I mean by that? You can't sell more or fulfill the reason you're here, your dharma, until you understand that you are in need of more processing, more healing, more evolving. You don't have to do more. You have to be more. And that means you don't have to find yourself. You have to create yourself. We need to look at who we need to be to create that new ending to the story we're writing. Who are we being determines what we do. And if we don't change who we are, then we can't create anything new. It's important that throughout a pivot, you do several things. I'm going to give you a few, three in particular, that supported some really scary pivots for me and that can help you too. What happens when you deploy 
these things is that you take the first steps to lean into a successful pivot. And in the process, you cultivate the courage, you cultivate the discipline that's needed to successfully make that change that you want. First, again, acknowledgement, ugh, they can be painful and scary and embarrassing. Why are we here again? How could I be in this place? Is not my time. How could this be happening to me? I've had many pivots. My first pivot was when I was working in the corporate world. And after several years, I remember looking around and thinking, I can't get to the end of my days and be here. This is not my purpose for being here. But I was confused and I couldn't see what was the work I was being called to. And I remember on this dark day reading this quote by Marianne Williamson. And it's a quote that upon reading it, I knew was speaking to me. And in essence, it said, you playing small so that others aren't uncomfortable doesn't serve the world. I sat with that. And I was. I was playing it safe. I knew in that instant that I had to face that I was not being true to myself. And I was doing things I thought those around me wanted me to do that made others comfortable and that were the right things to say and do as I'd been trained by society and others to do. And this is when we know that fear has a hold on us. So I started reading more and learning more and more about living and leading from higher levels. And eventually I made my first pivot into the entrepreneurial world. Now, here's the thing. I was terrified. Didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea. But what I did know was why I was doing it. So know why you are doing what you're doing because that is key. What are you here for? And know that your whys can change and pivot as well throughout the years. My first why was so that I could create a career where I could be present and raise my children. I didn't even have children when I was beginning this, but I knew that this was my why. That was sort of a top-level why. Eventually, my why became because I wanted to help leaders make an impact in their areas of expertise. And my why has pivoted again. And today, the thing that when I get down or when I struggle or when I want to throw in the towel is I look back to my why, which is to change the way society approaches business and leadership and to break down industry norms so that I can help end suffering. Ultimately, under all of that is because I want to help the next generation from experiencing the suffering that this last generation has experienced. Now, some will tell me that they can't find their why, that they don't know it. But I guarantee you that if you get still, if you get quiet enough, I promise that you will. Your why should make you emotional. It should make you maybe even cry. You don't have to cry, but it's that powerful. It's that deep within you. And it has to be authentic to you. You'll know your why when you feel something, when you think of it. And your why will change, as I said, in your life. So be open to it changing. Okay, so I want you to be able to live your wow career without the overthinking and the suffering that so many accompany with a pivot. And so let's begin. I'm going to give you three ways to strengthen yourself and to really lean into a pivot so that it's a successful one. The first is to ask yourself, where am I resisting the success I desire? What I'm saying here is that we need to have a process to doing our work. Another question is basically what story needs to heal that is unsupportive of where I'm headed, right? Another way to say this is, do you have a process to process life? 
nobody escapes events in our childhood that don't create memorized states or traumatic events that don't impact us. There may be even new ones in the last 18 months that we've taken on that are holding up and taking real estate in your head. We cannot separate our history from our performance today. And we can't separate our personal and professional life, even though people have been trying to do it for over 200 years. In fact, at this point in time, never have the lines been so blurred between our personal and professional lives, right? Even more than ever before. Therefore, having a process or a system that can help you process the disruptions and the resistance is really critical to your pivot. So what tools and resources will you have to go to in the midst of your pivot? You need to have those and know what those are because greatness requires you to face resistance and stress all the time. That's how we become stronger. We have faced a roller coaster in these last few years. Some of us have come up swimmingly. Others of us have been staggered and stagnant and really maybe even limping. And maybe you're one of those who is doing a pivot right now. Too often the mistake I see in these moments is that people are looking for things outside of ourselves to provide the answer. And we really need to go within and look at what our beliefs and thoughts and feelings are right now. If you aren't making progress, it's because you don't have a process to do just that. You don't have a process to do the work a process to process all of the stuff that goes on in our life. You're still likely being run by things back in 1989 or 2013 or 1994. Maybe nobody noticed you as special, so you hustle to achieve or to be seen or loved. Maybe someone said, who do you think you are so you don't promote yourself? Maybe a colleague didn't recognize your talents so you grew resentful. And that's why you don't show up fully at work each day. Maybe you grew up taking care of everybody. So as a leader, you control more than you should and you disable your team from growing. If you've not healed these things, they will become your blocks to becoming a magnet for your success in this next season. So when you have a process to do the work, you have a system and you have a system that's bigger and better than simply reading books or getting new training. See, too often people take in knowledge, but it's important to turn your knowledge into wisdom. And being busy is not doing the work. Busyness keeps us from doing the work. It's usually the things that we can't see that are limiting us and costing us our freedom, our success, and our happiness. I used to question myself about having so many coaches and why I would even need a coach if I am a coach. But we can't see what we can't see. Now, I at all times have several. The reason is because we can't see ourselves accurately. And like I said, you can read the book and get the trainings and you can listen to the podcast, but unless you can apply your knowledge, you will never be wise. You'll never know how it applies to you and be able to incorporate it. It's not doing the work to attend the trainings or just read the books. Doing the work means consistently clearing out, and this often takes healing, that part that no longer serves so that you can become the you that you need for the next season, a new mind that's capable of this next change. So the you who's going to create the success that you want is not completely here. 
when we're in the midst of a pivot. But she's being created. He's in the process. And by doing the work and staying in the work, we give permission for that person to evolve. And we give them a process to evolve as well. So I was speaking to a doctor yesterday who's becoming a health coach, and she was getting her coaching certification through an organization who was training her. And this trainer slash coach criticized her terribly. It's not the first time I've heard of this. A lot of comments on that, but I will keep it to a few. This occurred six months ago. And these voices are still playing out in this doctor's head that she may not be enough to make her pivot. That's the kind of healing or the kind of processing that needs to take place because otherwise this incredible asset, gift, and talent who is an MD is not going to be able to get out there and serve. And so that's what I'm talking about when I talk about us being ruled by voices and by things that happened at different times in our history. You need a process and a place to move through things like this that come up in life all of the time. What I'm saying is take advice and being willing to have others support you. I've had coaches for decades now. I have more than one, and I value hearing different perspectives, especially the ones I can't see because I'm in my own fishbowl. So a caveat to this also, especially in light of what I just said about this doctor getting some feedback, is that you also need to know what advice to reject and be willing to reject it. Check in with yourself. Trust yourself. Avoid giving your power to someone else. Don't believe anything I say. And don't believe anything anybody else says. Take it in and see if it is true for you. Be open to feedback, but also, like I said, be open to not taking it. Some things do not land right away. That's the other thing. Sit with them. See and be open, but then make your own choice. What I'm saying is get a therapist, get a mentor, get a coach, get people in your life to support you finding peace faster because everything is based and created upon your businesses, your life based upon your level of internal peace and you being able to magnetize at a faster rate, whatever it is that you are called to and meant to be doing this season. I see that one of the greatest obstacles for high performers and high contributors is that They have a false belief that they are stronger when they can do it on their own. They're raised believing that. I know I was. And it made me independent, but it also made it hard for me to do things. I tended to do things the hard way. Understand that nothing great is ever created in isolation. So surround yourself with people who want to raise your average in every category, your positivity, your emotional strength. This is your first imperative that you do your work and that you have a process and you know what that process is to process your life. The second is something we've already referred to, and that is to know what your why is, what parts are not supporting your why. Where are you not congruent? If your why is to, at this point, make a greater contribution based upon your expertise and it, it, you're no longer enamored with you know, bringing in the title and the money and you're ready to do that work that you know you've been wanting to do for some time, it can feel like bugs are crawling. That incongruence is very uncomfortable. You'll just know in a moment, like this isn't aligned for me and a pivot's in order, but you can be very 
tough to make that turn and to turn that wheel. I get it. So connecting with your why regularly is really important. When you're frozen, a good sign is, is that you're not really embracing your why. I'm working with an amazingly intelligent lady with a lifetime of experience, and she could retire. But as an executive leader in a really predominantly male-dominated world, she's been bruised along the way, and she's taken on a, a big role that has to do with her passion now. She made the choice and has to do with manufacturing different types of products and services, really batteries for a more healthy and clean environment, which is dear to her heart and one of her whys. But the other piece that she knows is that navigating and the extent to which she'll be successful at this is the extent to which she is growing herself and personal, her attention to her personal development. And when she gets confused, when she gets doubtful, it is that she goes back and moves back into why this is so important. And that is for her as well, for the generations to come. The third way to strengthen yourself during a pivot is to write the ending to your story. Think about looking at your pivot and telling the story of what happened. For example, I got divorced and then I reconnected to my why and I became the most amazing dad and got the most incredible supportive career and attracted a true loving relationship. Maybe it's, I was laid off my job. How do you finish that story? And I came back to using my expertise to create whatever. I was successful but unfulfilled with my title and all the money I was making, so I pivoted and became the CFO of a not-for-profit I'd always contributed to. These are real ones. These are these opportunities like we have you know, someone in my life dies. Someone asks you for a divorce or you know it's time for a divorce. You know that that next level of where you're at, of who you're being that's connected to your why, maybe isn't congruent with where you're at right now. Every one of us will go through pivots. Make sure you have a process to do your work. Know your why and be honest if you're not connecting with it. And then write the new ending to your story. It doesn't end here. You're just in the middle of your pivot. I have had a lot of pivots, a lot of disruptions, just like you. We could all fill books, couldn't we? What I'm saying is that I'm not exempt from them, but I am able to navigate them more easily, more quickly, because I do these three things regularly. I hope that something you heard today will support you, that you're a bit more equipped to do the work and lean into your pivot, no matter what it is. If you want to process to process life and you want to remove the resistance that may be keeping you from attracting and magnetizing your great success. I will leave a way to connect with me directly in the show notes today. Thank you for being here with me. If you've missed any episodes, be sure to go back and listen to those from the past. People tell me all the time how much they enjoy doing that. And be sure you're following the Playing Full Out podcast because we have some unique and great speakers in our upcoming episodes that you won't want to miss out on. Until then, stay committed to your why and may your pivot be easy, and you be well. So long for now. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them. 
and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.